is in one or two spots at least, one inch or above in others. So flood warnings are in effect now for the next hour or so. Our rain chance tonight stays up, and it's going to be a good chance again to continue throughout the day tomorrow. With the rain about, two, the temperatures are kept in check. Overnight lows will be muggy and stay warm, 70s. The afternoon tomorrow, mid-80s to the upper 80s. With a pretty good chance of showers tomorrow or thunderstorm. More rain and thunderstorms Wednesday and a good chance. And then it's diminishing chances becoming partly cloudy. The lower 90s Thursday as well as Friday. Thinking about retirement? Make sure my Social Security account is a part of your plan. You can find out if you're eligible to receive benefits and more. Plan for your future. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash my account. Ralph Sanji, WGS. the food show on this beautiful tuesday afternoon i'm marianne fitzmorris ready to talk food with you it's just us girls now patty i have a new uh producer on the other end and her name is patty burneman and uh we know her we've known her a very long time and so if you call say hello to patty this is this is our first day solo we're just the two of us now no more training so she's uh she's officially the producer for the food show Five five six nine six nine six is the number if you want to talk to me i would love to talk to you about food what we've been doing for a very long time tom for 33 years coming up and me for a little bit less but we still like to talk about food we have a guest today at three o'clock his name is zach cheney and he is actually a classmate of my son's from way back in the grade school days and he is opening a juicery shop uh, in Mandeville on Friday. Is it Friday? What's today? I think it's Friday. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to talk to him. He's going to have a pet adoption out there. And I mainly wanted to talk to him about the trend of juicing. I remember so very long ago, I mean, this was back in the early 70s. It might even be the late 60s. I grew up in Kenna, as I like to say. And there was, uh, back in my day, um, and I used to, <laughs> I used to laugh um, when I got to realize what an actual country club was, but we had, back in the days when I grew up, there were a lot of subdivisions that sprung up that had war veterans get really good rates to start their home first home buying experience in cookie cutter subdivisions and they spread all over the place. Mine was Westgate. And in these little subdivisions, there would often be a little swim club that you were a member of, not automatically, and it was in the neighborhood and it consisted mainly of a little clubhouse and a pool. And I remember my dad being one of the original charter members to get such a thing in our little neighborhood. And it was called uh, Westgate Country Club. 
And it grew over the years to tennis courts and things like that. But I assumed at that time that that was a country club until I actually went into a country club and thought, well, that's a bit of an exaggeration. But I'll tell you what, it certainly served its purpose. It was a great place for kids my age to hang out. And we hung out there every single day in the summertime. It was the scene of my first McDonald's experience, which I have chronicled on this show when someone brought the first McDonald's, because I believe the first one in the area was actually in Kenner on Veterans by Williams Boulevard. And someone brought the first McDonald's to the, quote, country club, and we sat on the diving board sharing these incredible french fries and this burger and it was life was never the same after that it was truly a life-altering experience but i digress i what i'm trying to say is that there was another neighborhood club not far away called lynette country club and and i again put that in quotes and i remember that this would have been this you know when this was was like 1965 because I, I remember that's the year my sister got married, and it was then. And I remember seeing in a little corner of this clubhouse um, some people, a, a husband and wife, and they had something called Smoothie King. And it was just in a little corner of this clubhouse. And I thought, so that's it. It's like you put up some fruits and yogurt and you spin it in a blender and it becomes that and that's your lunch. And I had, I mean, and I'm sure that, I think their name was Trish and I believe it started with a K, their last name. I think it might've been Steve. Anyway, Having Zach on makes me want to have them on because I, I think they kind of started this whole thing. And, I mean, good heavens, look where Smoothie King has gone. And uh, I think that that's how far back the juicing trend goes. I mean, I'm sure that there were people who were doing it a long time ago. I got something about a Vitamix cookbook and I still want to have them on. That reminds me to get them on. But Vitamix is 100 years old. So I guess that uh, they, I think it's the Kahunas maybe. Um, I guess maybe they got their idea from maybe a trip to California or something. But that's my first recollection of having run into smoothies in this neck of the woods. And, uh, and so it has really taken off to where it's not, un not only not uncommon to have that as a meal, but uh, it is rather common. And uh, so I'm kind of curious about your own personal tastes regarding juices and smoothies and um, what else? I guess juice, juices. I mean, you can get any kind of thing in a juice. My daughter has bought one of, they bought a Vitamix and they are having fun with that, but it's not something I've ever done. So I'm curious, is this something that you do a lot? Do you substitute meals with juices and smoothies? I know that in California, 
Uh, my daughter-in-law is a big fan of, of juices and smoothies, and they do a lot of that at that household. But it's never been something that we did here um, because we were too busy eating macaroni and cheese. But I, I think it's probably a very healthful thing to do. And I still don't understand the kale and, and apple uh, juice, but then I haven't really exposed myself to it much. So at three o'clock, we'll be talking to Zach Cheney about the new Main Squeeze Juice Company that is opening on Friday on this side of the lake. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. If you have any thoughts about juices and smoothies, and uh, I I don't even know the difference really between those things. Uh, if you are a fan, uh, please call. I would love to hear from you, and uh, you can explain to me the world of juicing before Zach gets on and explains it even further in his particular space of the main squeeze juice juicery in uh in mandeville okay so i am in the middle of two experiments last night i made the tamale pie and you know it's really it's that's a misnomer it's not a tamale pie there is no tamale anywhere to be seen i use the jiffy cornbread and then after the show I did ground meat with the Trinity and some ketchup and mustard and Worcestershire sauce and tomatoes, which is another thing I want to talk about, and put that as a layer after I caramelized all that and really cooked it down to where it becomes, it's like a ground meat, it's like sloppy joes is what it is. That's my sloppy joe recipe. And I put that on top of the cornbread, but not until I grated a lot of Tillamook cheddar. And that went on. I use this pan now that I'm using for absolutely everything. It's technically, it's a cheesecake pan. But it's become kind of my favorite go-to thing. So we don't only make cheesecake. Over Christmas, we made a chocolate mousse pie. I make shortcake in there. And now I'm starting to do savory things. So I, I did this tamale pie in there. I did the, uh, the cornbread. I just left it there after I baked it, which I did before the show. Then I covered it with cheese, and it was cold cheese. And then I put the hot ground meat mixture on top of that, and I let that set and melt the cheese. And then I removed the edges of the pan, and it stood up as a layered pie. And it was really good. And on that note, we'll take a break and be back. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. Have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life? We thought that about Double D Sausage after having it at a friend's house. But restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo, red beans, and jambalaya. It's made right in Bogalusa, and the company is in its third generation. Double D Sausage is a light smoke, pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices. Try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the Cajun variety and jalapeno and cheddar. Double D Sausage in stores all over town. The best meals always start with the best ingredients. If you're cooking seafood, the best ingredients are at Mandeville Seafood. All local fish, Louisiana shrimp, oysters, crab, crawfish, wild salmon, and Dungeness crabs, with a little notice, 
Mandeville Seafood can get anything in the seafood universe you may want to try. And it's crawfish season. Having a boil? Bring your ice chest to Mandeville Seafood. Celebrating 25 years. Autumn in New York. Why does it seem so inviting? Want to mention that Mandeville Seafood is indeed celebrating 25 years, and to celebrate that, they sponsor Fish School as we try to educate not only you but me about unusual fish species. Although we haven't really gotten into the more unusual versions, we're still at the usual suspects, but we have a whole long list of them as uh, written by Tom over the years as part of that 50-year body of work on food in general and New Orleans food in particular. And uh, we just need to record some more. But uh, listen for Fish School. We will have that. Patty, you got to remind me because I keep forgetting to do Fish School. All right. So um, the, the tamale pie was not really a tamale pie. I don't know even why I call it a tamale pie, but it seems like a Mexican thing, although although it's actually really not. I did do uh, jalapenos chopped up in the cornbread, and then there were some jalapenos. The other half of the jalapeno was in the ground meat mixture. So I had what essentially amounted to an entire jalapeno, and it was a big fat jalapeno. So uh, it was, it had a pretty good kick to it, but it was really good. I thought it came out really, really well. So this inspired me to actually really do the Spam Masubi. So I had started the Spam Masubi yesterday, and I have that in the refrigerator. So this morning I went and purchased the the dried seafood, uh, the dried seaweed sheets and uh, some plain white rice. And so when I get off the air, okay, I, I am going to finish the Spam Masubi. And then I hope that we can get Patty to put these pictures of these projects up on the website because we, we did a little bit of that, but, um, but not a whole lot. And so when I get into one of my silly little adventures, uh, I want to post on the website. I took, uh, I almost bought some Elmer's Chiwis today, which is, you know, part of that ongoing yesteryear reinvestigation. Who did you say was on the line, Patty? Mike. Let's go to Mike. Hello. Hello. Steve Kunal. Thank you. <laughs> I knew it was Steve and I knew it was Kay. And no, I wanted to I say, Kahuna. I don't know if he was married more than once, but the one, the, the woman I remember in his life, I think her name was Cindy, but that might have been later on. You know, no, you I think way. I think huh. you're right. I think you're right. I mean, I I kind of had it, Steve. I kind of had it, Kay, but I couldn't remember exactly. We're talking a long time ago, though. Was am I right? Nineteen sixty-five. I didn't know anything about his involvement at the Lynette Country Club. I didn't even know there was a Lynette Country Club. I know the street you're referring to. Mm-hmm. But where I got hooked up with that was the original store on Mississippi Avenue right about a block off of Veterans. That yes, was the, right. original, the original store. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens, you know, we t- this is around, I guess maybe around 77, 78, I'm talking about. But I was actually dating a woman that had a health food store at the time. Mm-hmm. And there was two or three of them out in the, in the parish. You know, they, were, they, they kept the communication with one another. And that, that's how I got to, to know Steve. 
In fact, there was another one on the other side of the highway in that little strip shopping center. I, I don't remember the name of the health food store, but the guy that had it was named Frank Melinda. I remember him real well also. But Steve, Steve was quite a businessman. You know, he, uh, he took something that was really just, you know, I mean, like you say, I'm sure all that was popular out in California at the time. But I don't yeah, think but it was like around. freakish here. <laughs> yeah, nobody really knew what that was. You know, he yeah, really right. uh, uh-huh. was an original. Banana smoothie, what? <laughs> yeah, his, his, his big, the one he made his name on was called Muscle Punch. Yes. And mm-hmm. I don't remember, I don't remember, um, I don't think they had a lot of different models of Vitamixer back then. The ones I remember were just big, tall, square, and stainless steel. Yes. And the, the thing about them was is that they were workhorses. I mean, you could use they this were. thing 100, 100 times a day and not burn up the motor, you know? Yeah. They're incredibly and, uh, noisy. It's still, my daughter well, said yeah. that when they do it, they're just like, whoa, that's intense. Yeah, he had three of them going at the same time sometimes in that little bar area right when you walked in the front door. So you can imagine mm-hmm. three of them on simultaneous and how yeah, loud that right. was. <laughs> I'm but, picturing that place as we speak. I It's like very much in my mind. Yes. Yeah, I, I went there quite a bit. I used to work out there a lot. So, you know, it was on a hot summer day. It was, it was nice to have that for a light lunch. And Muscle Punch was nothing really more than uh, bananas and strawberries and I think a little protein powder and a little turbinate of sugar. There wasn't much to it. And uh, I really question about how healthy some of that stuff. There's a big difference between, <laughs> big difference between smoothies and juices. Because this around, around the same time, and, you know, it's, it's getting to be a, a, a cliche at this point, but like I told you, I was vegetarian for 10 years. Was that and, the same time? Was that the same time frame if yeah, you were dating a woman? Okay, okay. Yeah, well, I was already, I, she didn't have that influence on me. I, I was already, had made that commitment prior to meeting her. Okay. But of, of all places, we're talking from 75 to 85. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, of all places, remember the Sears right there at Clearview? Yeah. Sure. They uh-huh. actually they actually had a health food store in that that department yes. store. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I bought what was called an acne juicer. It was a centrifugal juicer, and uh, you know I used it. It was another thing that just lasted forever. I, I wound up giving it away at some point because you know it just never did break on me. But <laughs> juicing is really more, you know, like okay the. the do you remember Shans by any chance on Veterans Highway down between Bonneville and the Parish Line? S H A D S. It was like S C H A N apostrophe S Shans. No. And it was it, the re, it took up the whole block just about. It was one of the biggest cell food stores in Metairie. Yeah. And they used to have a juice bar. And the, and the thing I used to get all the time it was called a green drink, and it was a combination of carrot juice, celery juice, and parsley juice of all things. Mm-hmm. And again, this is when you told people freak this kale days. They thought you were a freak, you know. <laughs> who, who drinks that stuff, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> any, anybody who even knew what kale was. You know? uh, right. Yeah. Exactly. I was really surprised to hear Gunter say that he was cooking with kale back in the old country. I mean, I heard that kale so, was yeah. unheard of here until about ten years ago. So, right. do you ever do you ever do that now? No. Okay. Now, when did you? Juicing, go ahead. No, when did you question. stop doing that? Basically, when I stopped being a vegetarian. Okay. Okay. 
Uh-huh. And it, it has it has its benefits and its drawbacks. You see, what everybody's doing now, they're getting they're throwing all the whole foods in a blender, like a ninja blender or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're just they're they're pulverizing the whole thing. Juices were extractors. All the roughage, all the pulp, everything was discarded. All you got was the liquid out of whatever you were pressing. So what they're doing now is probably a lot healthier, and you know you get all the roughage and everything because it's just pulverizing everything as opposed to squeezing it. But uh, I don't know. I'm going to be a hard sell because to me that's kind of like saying I'm going to take a pill for all my vitamins. I want something to linger over. I want something to chew on. I want flavors to be different and to be able to savor them as different. But, you know, I, I'm an old school kind of person, so I don't know. I mean, it, I, I wonder if, it, if it's another one of those millennial things. I'm just really curious about it, you know? I'm, I, ne- I, never, I never viewed it as an alternative to a good diet. I just I thought of it as a supplement to a diet. You know, that was my mm-hmm. thought on it. Now, I know a lot of people will do that as a meal replacement. You know, they'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, All stuff it's like together. I could never understand trying to lose weight by using what was that Slim Fast? Like what? What? Yeah. I mean, I love chocolate, but I don't want to drink something for my lunch. You know, I mean, it's just it's just a, not my thing. But I obviously it's enough. It's enough people's thing for these juice companies to be springing up all over the place. And so I'm just really curious about the statistics on this. And if anyone knows Steve, uh, he has sold the company to a Korean conglomerate now, and I would love to talk to him. So if anyone knows him, I'm going to I'm gonna look him up myself, but uh, it'd be easier if you knew him to send some contact info to Tom at nomenu.com. Okay, talk to you again. All right, bye. Thanks. All right, juicing, smoothies, all of those liquid refreshment. Is that something that you do? Is it a fad that you went through? Is it something that's a regular part of your life every day now? I'm kind of curious about it. It has never been such a thing for us in this house. Tom is much more of a gourmet I was looking at the uh, at the Nalfi Awards, and I was I might as well have been reading Greek, and and so that's the world Tom has been in for all these years. But um, I don't know. I just have never never gotten into it. And I remember the first day I discovered it, like I said, at the Lynette quote Country Club, and thinking, I don't. Why, why would you do that? But. I, it, it, lots and lots, millions and millions of people, including my own daughter, they're doing it. So uh, I'd like to hear from more people about juicing and smoothies. Patty, do you do that at all? Are you a juicer? Do you have a juicer at home? No, I don't. And I don't. I'm with yeah. you on that. I, I want to taste and chew things. <laughs> I want. I want to. I want something I can cut with a a knife and fork. And I want something that I can have a a clear delineation of meat and and you know potato or whatever. You know, um, Mike said something which I thought was also a really interesting point. Okay, so I guess back in the seventies, um, maybe early eighties, 
fast food chains like McDonald's and Wendy's, maybe Wendy's was the first, came out with the salad option. And so the salad was supposed to be a much healthier option than the burger and fries. But then calorie counts started coming out for salads and you realize that the salad that you're eating is actually more calories than the burger and fries and people still ate them because a salad is a wonderful thing to eat, but it's not like you're actually saving calories. It's the same thing with the plant-based meats and seafoods that are coming out. My contention about that is that's great if you're just looking for something uh, to make yourself feel better or if you are looking for, um, you know, just to, to to be hip or whatever. But the truth of the matter is if you have to process plants to make them taste like uh, seafood and meat, then I'm guessing that the uh, health value of that is uh, considerably diminished with all of that processing. And so Mike made a point about juicing and smoothies. When you start talking about its dietary principles, I don't know, yogurt, you can get up there with calories too. So all of these things, I think, are a lot of a head trip more than anything else. That doesn't mean that if you don't absolutely love the taste of a smoothie with banana, then that that you shouldn't drink it. You absolutely should. The best smoothie I ever had was in um, Florida at the Renaissance Eden Rock in Miami. And at their that their buffet uh, brunch, they had these these purple things that were blueberries and strawberries and yogurt, and I just could have, I just could have had a gallon of that. That was really good. That's the only time I've ever really gone wow about something like that. It's two thirty. It's time for the Louisiana Radio Network news. We'll be back for some more chat about this. Five five six nine six nine six. Louisiana Radio Network. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Authorities have made an arrest in the shooting death of 18-year-old Michael Sherman, the former Richwood High School football player in Monroe that was killed Friday night. 21-year-old Malik Rux was booked at the Washita Parish Correctional oh, Facility on one count of second-degree murder. Under a bill signed by Governor Edwards, those who have a criminal history but were never convicted of a crime can't be discriminated against by employers. Matt Doyle has more. New Orleans Representative Matthew Willard explains his bill. A business cannot request a background check for an applicant if it did not lead to a conviction. And adds that should a business find out you were charged but not convicted, they're supposed to ignore it when considering you for a job. Willard says it's one step towards ultimately banning employment discrimination against convicted felons. This is progress. This is a step in the right direction. And I understand that major changes are not accomplished overnight. I'm Matt Doyle. LouisianaRadioNetwork.com Did you get the COVID-19 vaccine? Now you can enter to win cash. Four people will win $100,000 with one lucky vaccine recipient winning the grand prize of $1 million. Under 18, you can win one of nine $100,000 college scholarships. So get the vaccine and take your shot at a million dollars. To enter, visit shotatamillion.com or call 855-453-0774. Brought to you by the Louisiana Department of Health. I'm Jim Harper, president of the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation. Agriculture is big business in our state. $11 billion a year 
for Louisiana's economy. When other businesses had to shut their doors, our essential Louisiana farmers and ranchers continue to provide each of us with the food and fiber we need to survive. That's why I'm a proud member of the Louisiana Farm Bureau family. Visit LAFarmBureau.org, the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Louisiana agriculture. WGSO 990 AM has recently become recognized as an official 501c3 nonprofit organization capable of accepting tax-deductible donations. So, in commemoration of our 75th anniversary, the station is launching a 75 for 75 campaign with the goal of raising $75,000 in 2021. The funds that are raised will be dedicated to help the station fulfill our broadcast mission and satisfy any equipment needs that arise. These donations are especially important because unlike most radio stations in New Orleans, WGSO is independent, locally owned and operated and not part of a national broadcasting conglomerate. To donate, go to WGSO.com and click on the Donate button on the front page. Help us to continue to be the community voice of the Crescent City. I like a Gershwin tune. How about you? Oh, I do. I absolutely do. Thank you, Tom. Let's go to Steve. It's not the Steve from Smoothie King. Well, I said, I said, she said, uh, it's not the Steve from Smoothie King, but it's the Steve that can tell you how to take care, uh, how to get a hold of him. And I said, well, is it the Steve that we always talk to? And she said, I don't know. Well, <laughs> so that, the answer, that, Patty, is yes. Get to know this Steve. Go ahead. What? Yeah, because he's a pain in the butt. This one. No, is. we love you. Come, we yeah, love you. I know. No. I know. Okay. Uh, yeah, I do know their daughter and son-in-law pretty well. They have a, a Smoothie King in Covington. And uh, I, I will get her to get in touch with you, and she can tell you how to get in touch with her parents. But I would uh, you, love that. You know that uh, they're like rich, 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 rich. I was about rich. to say billionaires. Yeah, uh, they're close to that. <laughs> but yes. but I, literally. But I love I I just yeah I know of course they are. I mean they 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 sold it to a massive Korean company. And before yeah. that, they had a chain nationwide. I mean, if you have a chain of anything nationwide, you are a B as in billionaire, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. what's his name? Uh, Outback. What's, um, oh gosh, it's going to be, I I'm going to have to really he, dredge he that up. from here, right? I'm going to have to dredge that up from the the the, the deep sea like a halibut. Um, <laughs> give me a minute. Give me a minute. Um, okay. Yeah, because oh, that's going to drive me crazy, too, if I can't think of that. That's going to uh -oh, drive me absolutely calling crazy. calling in right there. Texting yeah, you know what it is? It's too. the guy that's coming on at 3. I tried to talk to him off the air before the show, and then I said I'm about ready to do the show. So he'll just have to call at 3 on the air. But, yes, what I love – I just – you know, it's like if you ever wonder – if you can make it, when people talk about, you know, this country being the land of opportunity, not so much. Just think about that, okay? Oh, so no, there's Steve this, and Cindy worked their butts off to get there, but good. I, I, well, I know. You know. I know, but I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, you start out not, not just putting one foot in front of the other. You have no idea where it's going to go. All you do is yeah. get up and work like a dog every day. And I'm telling you, I first ran into them in a little nook of a little dumpy, quote, country club, and I just, 
I was just that, am. Was that, the, was that Lynn Park or Lynette Park? I think it was Lynn. Wait, Park. was it Lynn? I I don't know. I want to say Lynette. Lynette. Right off of um, yeah. Date right off of yeah. David Drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I think it was That's called it. Lynn Airline. Park. Yeah. It was the Lynn Park Country Club, but it was on right off of Lynette Street. I know it later yeah, yeah, became yeah. Uh, it later became a gym that I belonged to, but uh, mm. my my relatives lived out there right off of David Drive, and they used to. You know, we used to go to that that little park, that little country club, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Yeah, airline. Bit, but yeah, there. <laughs> but I love I love that they were called country clubs back then because yeah. nobody knew any better. And you know, uh, I mean, I, and then I I went to New Orleans country club and I went, oh, well, this now this yeah, yeah, is yeah, a country yeah, a little, club. <laughs> I just went to the New Orleans country club with some friends very recently that are yeah. that are members and. Yeah, it's a little yeah. different than those country clubs yeah. were, you know. But you know what? I got to say, I had every bit as much fun at my little oh, Westgate Country Club as absolutely. those people did at that club, you know. Absolutely. And, and, and I realized that, you know, at clubs like, you know, Chateau and, and New Orleans Country Club, Metairie Country Club, you can actually go have dinner cooked by a chef. And, I mean, just the idea of that was, you know, hilarious, you know, because yeah. we – we went and got stuff from the snack bar. But anyway, the idea that you could start in a corner like that and become a billionaire yeah. is just so titillating to me. I mean, wow is all I can say. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, but I do I'm also remember thinking when I oh – God, I'm sorry, Go what? I was just, I'm thinking about starting something like that, but, you know. I, <laughs> hey, look, Colonel Sanders started at 70. As long yeah. as as long as I get something really good going before seventy, I can, <laughs> well, I, mean, I'm, I feel like right, I'm, I'm good. Starting, I'm starting Kentucky Fried Chicken. That sounds like that might work. No, no, that one's already been done. That one's already been oh. done. But you know what? I I just remember looking at those two in that corner and thinking, huh? Why would anybody want that? But clearly, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. was wrong. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, anyway, I'm gonna start a snowball right. stand on my front lawn. Again, and, too late. Already been done. Got to think of something oh, man, else. Man, I got to think of something original. Yeah, you do. You have to think of something original, Steve. Oh man, start that's working gonna wear me out just thinking about it. So okay. All right. Well, well I'm gonna see you know, if I can get you, you need in something touch to work out. And okay, uh, thanks. We'll, Thank we'll you. see what we can do later. Yeah, I would love to talk to him. All right. Five five six nine six nine six. And now, you know what we need to do? We need some special intro for Michael 75 because Michael 75 is in a class by himself. So maybe we need some kind of trumpet fanfare or something when Michael 75 calls. What do you think about that, Michael? I love it. I used to, on another okay. show, I had the uh, the famous uh, Colonel Jessup intro they had for me. Oh, so you, wait, you have another in, wait, wait, Michael, are you telling us that we're not the only, we're not, we're not the only show that you're so faithful to? No, I used to be faithful to, but anyway, it was Colonel Jessup from A Few Good Men, because <laughs> the show couldn't handle the truth, and so they played that as my intro. And I had another intro for, uh, when I was Thomas Aquinas. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, you and Thomas Aquinas. Now, there is a pair. There is yeah. a pair. <laughs> yeah, I've got a pair. I've got a pair. So, anyway, uh, 
what I was, I heard something this morning that reminded me of you. It was a great musician from New Orleans named Randy Newman. You know what I heard? I love Randy Newman. Yes. Uh, you what love L.A. or I love L.A. I love L.A. So my question was this. Was the fact that your son went to L.A. when you had such a love affair with it caused by your influence or was it merely co uh, coincidental? I regret to report that I think it was largely influenced by me. Um, <laughs> what, I dis what I did not fail to grasp was that I wasn't going to. <laughs> so now I have two precious little boys that I almost never see. And so, yes, yes, true. Now, I also tried to shove my daughter out there, but she would have none of it. So, so yeah. Yes, I admit to it. I admit to it. Uh, okay, so I'll, I'll solve that mystery. Anyway, I'm from Kenna also. And, uh, you know, no, I you're not. You're not. You're from Baton Rouge. Oh, I've been in Canada for, for, since 1975. So that's uh, oh, okay. 20, 40, okay. 46 years. I was in Baton Rouge for uh, 21. So where am I from? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So anyway, uh, here's, the, uh, here's the deal. And being from Canada, I lost like 33 pounds during COVID, I told you. Uh, but I've gained No, Michael, no! I've gained seven pounds. So I've oh. devised, I'm writing a, a book. And by the way, all of these books, almost all of them are New York Times bestsellers. It's called The Kenna Diet. Oh. I'm so disappointed, Michael. Wait a I second. Thought, what happened? You can't. You can't. I've only lost seven, I gained seven pounds with the new Kenna But diet. you know what, here's, here, let me, as someone who has trod this path before, seven turns to 10, which turns to 12, which turns to 20, and there you are right back where you started. I insist that you nip this in the bud. Uh, I'm holding exactly out my hope I, on you, Michael. What? That's exactly why I'm writing this book, and, and my attention has turned to that. <laughs> okay, here's the, here's the book. Okay, here's, here's all the kind of places you can eat at and stay on this diet of like sixteen to 1,700 calories a day. Okay. First of all, you, you eat a McDonald's fish sandwich, no cheese. That's only 300 calories. <sighs> okay. I've been trying to do that for a week. I've been trying uh, to do it for a week, but I just can't stand the lines. Go ahead. <laughs> so anyway, then you eat the half a Popeye sandwich. That's 250. You eat the half a okay. waffle sandwich, and you put the, the nice Creole tomatoes on that. Another two fifty. You eat the uh -huh. uh, you eat, go to you go to the corral, Golden Corral. By the way, it's open now, and uh, you, you get the fresh BLT made by them. You bring that home, and you put the Creole tomatoes and make a great BLT. That's another two fifty. Then you go to Wendy's for the not, not all of these in one day. These you can just mix these up. You go to Wendy's and have the chili for 170 calories. You go to Taco Bell and have the the taco. That's like 180 calories. Uh, you go. You have orange chicken. We have to actually buy this uh, from Lean Cuisine. The only good thing they make. And then you get your diet root beer with a res, a little a smidgen of real root beer, and you get uh, 12 crink Idaho or I'm sorry or Idaho crinkle cut potatoes. And you put those in your air dryer, and they're fabulous. Another 100 calories. You can mix and 
mix and match these and you can lose a ton. And that's what I'm starting today. <laughs> Where's Mrs. 75? Go get her. Bring her to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, Patty, Patty, when you talk to Doug about sound effects, I want you and Doug, because I don't really know, I don't really have all this kind of recall about this. When you talk to him, would you ask Doug if he could imagine a piece of music that would be the musical equivalent of a person rolling their eyes? That's what we're going to do for Michael 75. No, I want the Cole Porter song. I'm okay. the top. That's I'm what that's kid. what you're gonna have. No, I'm sorry, Michael. I'm the host. I get to say uh, what happens. So uh, you're it, gonna it, uh, get this piece of music that we come up with because it will match me rolling my eyes while you talk. Well, okay? I love it. Anyway, any, okay. the other, uh, there's a famous old. Uh, it's called the Rankin Company from England. The famous yeah. movie, uh -huh. movie makers. And what happened before everyone? A guy would come out. And, and smash a big brass cymbal. That's what I want for the intro. Okay, well, that's possible too. But while, okay, but, but, okay, well, we'll, we'll do that. I'll, I'll give you that. You can have that. But while you're talking, like, like the dissertation you just gave me about the Taco Bell Taco, while you're talking, we're going to have like this little undercurrent that would equate to people rolling their eyes. Oh, I love it. You know, when I went okay. into the casino and said, I, I can win, I, I'm the only guy that can win at the casino, the casinos always rolled their eyes before they, they saw the light of day and they, uh, I had to say, <laughs> no mas, which in, in uh, Spanish means here's, no more. Yes, yes. No more, yes, Mr. No more yeah. I love, I love, I love to be doubted. Yeah, so what, what we're going to do, this would be where we would crank it up, what he just said, what he said. Uh, Patty, have you ever seen that commercial um, for Capital One? I laugh out loud every time I see it. First of all, I'm a huge Charles Barkley fan. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, my I God, love, that's such a funny I, commercial. I, 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 and when the kid... I, I love when the e. kid rolls his eyes, yeah. it's too funny. What <laughs> it is? I, I love Chucky two times. I call it because he can never say one thing without uh, repeating it. Well, I don't care. I love him, and I'm sure you hate his politics. I love him, and I love when uh, I love. I just love that commercial. It's like I would never, I would never blow through that commercial. I do sometimes rewind it though, so I can see it again. That's how much I love that commercial. It's too hilarious. <laughs> I like but it that's too. that's the Im Michael. Stop liking things that I like. Right, and I, I forbid no more, it. I, I'm completely banned Jiffy cornmeal from here. <laughs> good good all right be gone with you be gone with you michael 75 get, is get, get, is get exiting the building get what? Me behind me <laughs> all right it's tough though it's tough to get behind michael that is absolutely true it, it's a tough act to follow no two ways about it five five six nine six nine six is the number if you want to talk to me i'm marianne fitzmorris love to talk to you about food the Crescent City Steakhouse has been a favorite since the first time I discovered it on Mardi Gras Day. This old-fashioned steakhouse hasn't changed much since it opened in 1934. I love the steaks. Here is prime beef dry-aged in-house, a great T-bone or porterhouse steak. 
The Vojkovic family has welcomed generations of locals to this special place, and they'd love to welcome you. Crescent City Steakhouse, 1001 North Broad, 821-3271. Right down the highway from the excellent Keith Young Steakhouse is Five Girls, and the food is very good casual fare. Here is a fantastic club sandwich with homemade potato chips, a great Cuban, good salads, and the best red beans and rice we have ever had. Poor boys, hamburgers, and terrific fried seafood. Five Girls, 305 Highway 21 in Madisonville, 985-845-2348. I'll take Manhattan, the Bronx, and Staten Island, too. Yes, indeed. Five five six nine six nine six. Thank you, Tom. We're talking about smoothies and juices and all of that. I would say fad, but a fad that's gone on for 50 years is no longer a fad. It is incorporated into dining habits. And I don't know that you would call a smoothie or a juice dining, but I think a lot of people do. Anyway, I'm curious about that. See if my uh, tendencies to not drink such things is um, against the norm. Or if, uh, I mean, obviously the proliferation of businesses like this, like we're, we're going to talk to Zach Cheney at three o'clock. He is opening a main squeeze juicery on uh Friday in Mandeville, and I wanted to absolutely promote that. He's going to have a pet adoption, which I'm all over, so uh, we're going to talk to him, but I want to talk to him about trends in juicing and smoothies, and this this norm now is what it is, really. I mean, a lot, a lot of people eat, maybe not as a meal, but as a treat, I mean, if I'm going to have a treat, <laughs> I wonder if this could have anything to do with why I'm not losing weight. If I'm going to have a treat, I'm going to go get uh, a Hoodoo ice cream shake from um, the cute little Hoodoo in Covington, where they make their own hyper delicious Motes dairy based ice cream. And uh, I think they have ice. I, th I think maybe they have, oh, they have a dairy free suit, So that wouldn't be my taste. But anyway, they do have um, several flavors, all of which are fast, fantastically good. They even do ice cream flights, which is uh, something they suspended for COVID where you can go in and get like four little scoops of ice cream. And it's fun to, to compare those. But that's what I'm going to do. If I want a delicious uh, treat that cools me down in the summer, I'm going to go to the big calorie version. Although it would be interesting to compare a smoothie to an ice cream shake in terms of calories. I wonder how they would fare. So it is a thing, and it's been a thing for a very long time. And like I said, when I opened the show, I remember my first experience with that in, I believe, 1965. So it's been around for that long, and it was utterly unheard of. I'm guessing that the uh, Kunas went somewhere and came back with the idea, and the rest is... Um, 
cash cow history for them, I would say. I do want to talk to them, though. I hope that we, uh, I hope that we can make that happen. 5569696 is the number. The Edible Dictionary Word today is brought to you by Dorignax, one of the top 20 regional supermarkets of all time. The Edible Dictionary Word is chess pie. Chess pie is a staple dessert of the American South. It is most succinctly described as a pecan pie without the pecans. It also resembles a custard pie, except that it's made without milk and usually sweetened with corn syrup. It's also common for the crust to be made with corn meal or corn flour instead of wheat flour. It has no top crust. Chess pie is usually very sweet. Some bakers add a little vinegar to the custard to offset this. The origin of the name is something of a mystery. The story that rings most true, or it could be that it's just the most entertaining one, is that it's the expression just pie as plain old pie said with a southern accent. It doesn't seem to have anything to do with a game of chess. Chess pie described that way reminds me of shoe fly pie, which is a sticky, molasses, gooey mess. I mean, come on. If you're going to have pecan pie, don't leave out the pecans. That's the one thing that makes it so good. Tom's Deaf Dining Rule number 183 is actually uh, informative and very interesting. You can tell a lot about a restaurant by the size of the capers in the salade niçoise. The bigger they are, the less the place spends on ingredients. I did not know that there was a correlation between small capers and excellence. And that does make sense. So I will note that the next time I am having chicken piccata or what's the one that they do at impostados? Anyway, uh, who doesn't love capers? I mean, I'm sure there are people who don't love capers, but those people probably don't like salty things. Capers are one of those food items that I would call God's gift to us. Today is seared fresh tuna salad day. Timing is perfect. The heat has emphatically set in, and even though eating cold food doesn't actually lower your temperature, the sensation of eating chilled, nearly raw fish with crisp gold, cold greens and perhaps some avocado seems a perfect antidote to the weather. The best fresh tuna salads are made with vividly fresh tuna, seared on a very hot grill or pan to a noticeable crust on the outside, but still completely rare on the inside. The color contrast between the interior of the tuna, sliced after the searing, of course, and the greens is dramatic and appetizing. Well, I guess so if you like raw fish. Today is also National Chocolate Eclair Day. The original chocolate eclairs were made with pate choux pastry. I think they're still made with pate choux. The same stuff cream puffs are made of and stuffed with pastry cream and topped with chocolate. Uh, pate choux is something I don't understand at all. It's really 
widely used and um, it doesn't, I don't know, I don't find it appealing. Um, why, you don't, you don't like it either? I, I, I don't understand it. I'm with you on that. I don't <laughs> I really understand it. I agree. I agree. Um, well, you know, this popover that I was talking about, um, it's kind of like that. It, it's like you have this shell of, of dough, I guess, and um, it is, it deflates in the middle. And pate choux is like a shell of nothingness. And I definitely don't get it. But it's very popular. People love eclairs. Do you not eat eclairs? Oh, I love eclairs. Oh, well, that's what you're eating. But yeah, I just don't understand it in other things. You know, I don't understand the big deal about it. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's not a big deal. I think people don't even know what it is, generally speaking. They just like if you eat an eclair, then you like the eclair mainly because you like what it's filled with right. but the shell is just kind of like a dipper you know it's sort of exactly. it's it's just there to provide a vessel for the inner uh, fillings of the, the eclair <laughs> but i'm trying to think of where else you see pate choux that i would have noticed it i mean where else do you see it I, I, you know, cream puffs is the only other thing that I'm aware of with that same crust. Well, now there is there is a pate choux that I do actually like. Um, it's called a gruyere, uh, and it's um, it's a cheese puff, and it's usually um, like a like a, got a little kick to it, and um, it's a French it's a French puff. It's a French cheese puff. And you'll sometimes see them served in really fancy places, but also with champagne. And um, and I do like those. I do like those mainly because they're not sweet. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's my aversion to it isn't necessarily the texture of the dough itself, but what it's filled with. Hmm. I don't know. But have you ever had that? No, I the haven't. Puff? But I lean towards yeah. sweets. Okay, well, I don't. I mean, I lean away from sweets, which is kind of remarkable that I'm, I'm always having trouble losing weight. But <laughs> my problem is, like Mary Lee explained to me once when I was on this really strict diet, she said, but, but mom, the bottom line, if you just want to boil it all down, you still just eat too much. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I'm just, I can't, what can I say? That's true. It's absolutely true. I'll eat a whole pizza if you put it in front of me, if it's good enough. Five five six nine six nine six. What look? What's happened to poor Tom's show? The gourmet snob. We're just talking about eating a whole pizza. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, it's too bad. That's just all I can say. We have Zach Cheney coming up at three o'clock to completely shift gears away from eating a whole pizza and into drinking a juice. And uh, I want to absolutely investigate the popularity of this phenom, because I would classify it as a phenom. Um, I, I think it's not even really peaked in popularity. I feel like the, ten, the tendency to, uh, to have a place that is just juice and, um, and smoothies, although they might not even have smoothies, I don't really know what the menu is, I think that's still in ascendancy. I mean, we're even getting one in Abita Springs in a little strip mall. 
as you drive through Abita Springs, there's a juicery place going up there. It's not part of a national chain. It's an independent, but that's what it is. And so I would say that this is not a trend, even though it's been around for a long time, it's not a trend that's going anywhere anytime soon. I think it's not even really peaked yet. And that's been a long time. I mean, that's, you know, over 50 years. 5569696 is the number. If you want to talk to me, I'm Marianne Fitzmorris. We will be back with some more food talk after the top of the hour news coming up now from the Louisiana Radio Network, WGSO New Orleans. <laughs> Those comments as the Senate is set to take a procedural vote on Tuesday regarding a voting rights bill. Senate Minority Leader from Kentucky Mitch McConnell saying, Naming and shaming is not a hypothetical concept. It's been a concrete reality for thousands of private citizens. And today, Democrats are asking for a green light to supercharge the intimidation machine. Arveda Mayor Mark Williams says the shooting death of one of the city's police officers in the Denver suburb is heartbreaking. Officer Gordon Beasley was killed Monday in a confrontation in the city's Old Town area. The suspect and a good Samaritan were also killed. USA Radio News. If you feel America is facing more dangers than ever, you're right. Things are falling apart, it seems, every day. That's why you need to prepare for more of the unexpected, especially food shortages. When people panic, grocery stores run out of food fast. Would you survive without food for days, weeks, even months? The smart folks are buying emergency food now. Take a moment to shop MyPatriotSupply.com. We're America's leader in preparedness. With over a dozen years' experience, My Patriot Supply has earned over 40,000 four-star and five-star reviews. Our delicious, calorie-rich food averages 2,000 calories per day and lasts in storage up to 25 years. So it's there when you need it. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, order a kit or two, and we'll ship quickly and discreetly to your door. Don't wait for something bad to happen again. Rather, be more self-reliant and prepared. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Iran's new president is saying thanks, but no thanks to a meeting with President Biden. Iran's president-elect has rejected the possibility of meeting with President Biden. Abraham Rahisi added that the United States is obligated to lift all oppressive sanctions against Iran. President Biden's State Department called Iran's elections anything but fair. State Department spokesperson Ned Price. Our Iran policy is designed to advance U.S. interests, and that is regardless uh, of who is chosen as Iran's president in a, a process that we consider to be pre-manufactured. Um, uh, this was not a free and fair uh, election process. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Home prices are climbing to a record high. The National Association of Realtors saying the median price for an existing home topped $350,000 in May, which is a 23.6% jump over May of 2020. USA Radio News. 
At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. A goal set by the Biden administration will not be met. COVID vaccination rates have plateaued in the U.S. over the last few weeks with just over 65% of American adults having received at least one dose. That means President Biden's goal of 70% by July 4th is likely to be missed. Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra says America will get there. He tells ABC News that it's important for people to go get their shots in order to lessen the chances that new variants of the virus can spread. It should come, and uh, we're going to continue to do everything we can on our end to make it possible. The, the vaccines will be there, the efforts will be there, the outreach will be there. We need to see Americans get vaccinated because now we're seeing these ominous trends with these variants of COVID-19 which become more dangerous because we never know if one of them is going to be mutated into a strain that is very difficult to contain. Very heavy rains across the metro areas, specifically in northern Jefferson Parish, Kenner, Metairie, where rainfall totals have over the past couple of hours exceeded of three inches in one or two spots at least, one inch or above in others. So flood warnings are in effect now for the next hour or so. Our rain chance tonight stays up, and it's going to be a good chance again to continue throughout the day tomorrow. With the rain about, too, the temperatures are kept in check. Overnight lows will be muggy and stay warm, 70s. The afternoon tomorrow, mid-80s to the upper 80s. With a pretty good chance of showers tomorrow or thunderstorm. More rain and thunderstorms Wednesday and a good chance. And then it's diminishing chances, becoming partly cloudy, the lower 90s Thursday. of the food show we'd love to talk to you about food i'm marianne fitzmorris just awaiting your call 556-9696 is the number we have meg on the line we're waiting for uh zach cheney to call us about his opening on friday of the main squeeze in mandeville but in the meantime let's talk to meg hi marianne can you hear me okay i can sure mm-hmm. okay well, I feel like my husband and I are always in the quest, on a quest for either the best bread pudding out in a restaurant, but I love to cook, but I only use recipes. You know, I'm not really much of a creator, but um, in trying to find the best recipe for bread pudding at home. So I can talk about a few I've shared, but I'm just curious if you, or if you have a passion for bread pudding or know where to get it and how to make it. Well, I do not have a passion for bread pudding, but I have lived with someone for 32 years who has not only a passion, but an obsession for bread pudding. And so I have been present. Yes, I have been present when countless bread puddings have been placed in front of Tom. However, uh, I, I... don't pay a lot of attention to him because I don't really eat bread pudding. But I would say if you are looking to cook a bread pudding at home, then you should you should follow Tom's advice 
and take the recipe from someone who loves that dish. So at this point, I will now direct you to nomenu.com where there are 400 some odd recipes of which I guarantee bread pudding is one. And you can go to the recipe section on the website and search bread pudding. Um, it's possible, because I have found this to be the case myself, where it won't come up because it's not worded the way Tom words it. And we should, at some point on this end, fix that. It could come up as Aline, that's his mother, A-L-I-N-E-S, Aline's bread pudding. Or okay. I'm going to look it up myself while we're on the phone. Let's, let me just go ahead and look it up myself, because I feel like... Um, I feel like it will it will come up in a way that you know you'll be able to use it. But also, if you have Tom's cookbook, I guarantee it is in there because, as I said, Tom is passionate about bread pudding. So while okay, we're on the well, phone, I'm going to make I'm sure gonna... I will. Yeah, I'll look at that. I will say I try. I yeah, I keep trying recipes, and you know, inevitably when you make a recipe, you try and figure out, well, if I do it again, I'm going to do this or change that or what have you. But uh -huh. um, anyway, so far, uh, right, now, the last one I tried was John Fulce's, and it was very eggy and custardy, and it was good. But again, love to try something new. Okay. Now, are you uh, also looking for... Um are you also, no, Aline is only here twice as Aline's crawfish etouffee and Aline's fudge. So I'm just going to put in a general bread pudding, two <laughs> words, and see what we come up with here on the website. But have you, um, are you looking for any uh, bread puddings that are good around town? Uh, I mean, where do you live? I live in Kenner. Kind of like the last guy who called in. Oh, I, I live in Kenner, no. but we'll no, you're nothing. You're nothing like that guy. No one is like <laughs> that guy. <laughs> and normally, normally, I would think that I would be insulting him, but he's laughing. He loves it. I can tell right now. I can hear him. I can hear him <laughs> laughing funny. at that. Just okay. So on the website here, there is uh, bourbon whiskey sauce for bread pudding cheesecake bread pudding, light and rich bread pudding, pumpkin and pecan bread pudding, savory bread pudding with mushrooms. That's one I came up with a long time ago. Tom mocked me mercilessly for an entire year about that. But I read about it in Food and Wine, and it was a Gruyere and mushroom bread pudding that makes a good side dish. Oh, so go to nomenu.com. And you will find uh, you will find a whole bunch of uh, recipes for bread pudding, and I would trust those because Tom is nuts so about bread pudding. Also, if you have the cookbook, I know it's in there, and I will at first chance get up and go get the cookbook and tell you how it's listed <laughs> there. Um, last but well, not least, you. if if you are looking for a bread pudding in a restaurant, in Ar at Arno's there is something called bread pudding Fitzmorris, which is oh. actually the best bread pudding I've seen on the South Shore. And the most beautiful bread pudding, and I don't know, it's it seems like it's, it's also good on the North Shore, is at Pat Gallagher's Steakhouse. Mm -hmm. And other yeah. than that, I'd have to really rack my brain about bread puddings that blew me away. You know, we I was talking about uh, Mandina's bread pudding um, 
maybe two or three weeks ago when we went to Mandina's, it was mm-hmm. what I call the Nolens bread pudding uh, cliche. It is a big thick slab. It is sitting in a big puddle of sauce. It's got the caramel uh. <laughs> drizzled all over it. It's got the big glop of vanilla ice cream. And I looked at it and I went, bleh. And then I took a bite of it just because it's my job now. <laughs> and so I took a bite and I have to say it was good. It was cakey and cinnamon. I guess I would have to ask you what kind of bread pudding you like because the one at Arno's is ultra light. The one at Pat Gallagher's is kind of heavy. The one at Mandina's is really heavy and cakey. So, you know, I guess it's a personal taste thing, you know? Yes. Okay, so I like um, a little more uh, wet and custardy-like. So that's the lighter form as opposed to heavy bread cinnamon. Right. So, and I had to try them all to figure that out. But now mm-hmm. I realize the ones that have two tons of eggs in them, I seem to okay. like better. Imagine okay. that. Okay. So then you should have the bread pudding Fitzmorris at Arno's. And, I, and okay. I'm trying to think of any place else that it made an impression on me like that. But that is a beautiful piece of work and it is light and airy and the others that i described particularly the one from mandina's is really really heavy tom is also a nut over cinnamon so i don't know what your cinnamon component is but he loves a cinnamon bread pudding the one at uh at arno's i think is probably the one you're looking for okay well thank you i will i will um, that'll be if you go, there. let us know. Yeah, if you go, I'd like to. Yes. I'd like to hear. Okay, and then if you okay. if you keep listening, I'm going to go find our cookbook at the break coming <laughs> up in two minutes, and then I'm going to tell you where it is in the cookbook. I but but you know what? I, I have to say, right that, from what you said when you suggested the light in something, with the one on the menu on on no menu, I, I will definitely go for that first. So thank you. Yeah, but I, I guess maybe light. But I don't know how light that is because as I think about Tom's, what what I've seen put in front of him, most of them are heavier. But the one that, the reason that Arno's is named for him is that he loves that one the most. So then maybe okay. the light one in on the website is for you. It might be. Okay. Okay, good luck. Thanks so much. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye. 556966 is the number if you want to talk to me. I'm Marianne Fitzmorris. I'd love to talk to you about whatever it is that you would like to talk about. So this is Zach calling right now. Hi, Zach. You're on the air. <laughs> hey, I hope you're going to call because we're waiting for you to call the show. Are you, are you going to call? Yes, I can. I can. I, I thought I, it was a miscommunication. I'm sorry. Okay, so call call the number that I gave you instead of my phone. Call the number that I gave you, and we are anxiously awaiting talking to you. All right, I'll be calling right now. Okay, thanks. Bye. All right, he's going to call. At some point, you just got to do your business on the air. I mean, that's just all there is to it. With the dog walking around, we're just gonna, it, we're just letting it all hang out here. Five five six nine six nine six is the number if you would like to talk to me. Marianne Fitzmorris waiting for Zach Cheney to call, and hopefully he'll be on the line after the break. We'll be back.
One of my all-time favorite restaurants is the legendary Pascal's Manelli. It's now open for lunch Wednesday through Friday with happy hour specials in the dining room every day. Tuesdays, enjoy two-for-one appetizers and Hans's vodka martinis. Wednesday and Thursday's wine and beer specials. Friday's lunch martinis are $5. Say hello to my friend Thomas at that great oyster bar when you go to Pascal's Manelli, 1838 Napoleon Avenue. Reservations are recommended. Call 895-4877. Mandeville Seafood has been a local favorite, serving their house-made roast beef poor boys, seafood poor boys, and even a French fry poor boy in a fast, casual environment. Here is an extensive menu of salads and sandwiches and fried seafood, baskets and platters, as well as sides like stuffed artichokes, meat pies, and jalapeno cheese bites, and we love the very attentive service here at Mandeville Seafood Restaurant and Market, celebrating 25 years. Night and day, you are the one. Thank you, Tom. The melodious voice of Tom Fitzmorris takes us in and out of each break. We have Zach Cheney on the line. Zach, I'm going to apologize right now, right off the bat because I'm going to act like a mom first, because I know you were in Jude's class at school. (laughs) So I'm going to say something super stupid, which is, you're all grown up. I mean, all of you guys, I I know when I see you, it's like I... I, I just can't get over the fact that, you know, you're all grown up. So congratulations on your venture. Oh, well, thank which, you very much. I appreciate it. Yes. That. All right. So you are opening on Friday. Is that right? Is it Friday? Yes. So we're uh, yeah, currently in our silent open stage. So we are actually like open for business, but our grand opening is this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. And so are you doing the pet thing? Because I wanted to make sure to mention that. Are you yes, doing the humane? Doing, um, okay. Absolutely. We're doing a um, Humane Society. will be there on Saturday the 26th doing a pet adoption. Okay, so that's Saturday. All right, so uh, catch me up on the last 25 years. So how did you wind up doing this? I just remember oh, you in second grade. Yeah, yeah. it's been a long <laughs> time, you know. Um, well, honestly, um, right after school, I actually went to Florida, and I worked for AT&T. Actually, we did sales over there. Jacksonville, and then um, I got involved with the company back out here. And um, you know, we start this company started in Hammond, Louisiana. It's called In and Out Phone Repair, and uh, we did you know iPhone repair, tablet repairs, things like that. And then um, you know the company ended up growing into you know we had a couple hundred locations. We got bought out by a larger company, and um, you know just crazy how things work. We actually got called out from um, some guys in Lake Charles. They had a couple phone repair stores. And they called one of my buddies to go talk about, you know, growing their phone repair stores. And, um, you know, my buddy, he uh, met at the juice bar, and it was the first main squeeze. Um, mm. That's the name of our juice bars. And um, actually, they, um, they all started talking. One thing led to another. A um, few more people got involved, including myself, and uh, started franchising it. And um, we opened one in Katy, Texas. And then uh, I actually ventured off, did my own location on Metairie Road, you know, right there in Metairie. Um, loved it. Everything was great. But uh, as you know, I'm from the North Shore, born and raised here. Um, so when the Mandeville Territory came available, I actually sold my Metairie Road location to some great people and um, came over here to Mandeville to open this juice bar up here in Mandeville. So that that is a, a circuitous route, I would say, to a <laughs> juice bar. <laughs> but it you know what? Is, Whatever right? works. Business is business, is. And, you know? 
I'm sure that the juice bar is a lot more fun than the iPhone repair. It is, it is. And, um, you know, I kind of what sold me on it was the founders, Matt and Miranda Duplichain from Lake Charles. It was a couple, and they just, you know, they're, they're you know, believe in health and just wellness, things like that. And uh, they let me go into their store for about 45 days and just, you know, work in there and help out and just kind of monitor and see. And just seeing the, you know, just every single customer had a smile on their face. Every day you saw regulars. Within a few days, I had new people, regular customers by their first names. It was such a communal kind of family deal, and everyone just said, you know, it's helping them with so many aspects of their life, whether it be like, you know, chemotherapy or just, you know, they're having joint issues or just energy or just trying to lose weight and just all the, hearing all that feedback plus seeing how busy they were and how many regulars, it immediately sold me on the whole concept. And um, just believe, you know, we have, we have some of the best food in the world here in Louisiana, South Louisiana, you know, but um, the health scene, really the healthy, you know, fast, the convenient health is um we don't have too much of that out here and uh you know actually mandeville is now the 21st location that's opened up main suite. really wow yeah wow we, um, we are they in all the i mean area. so yeah i was about to say is there like a region where it's where most of them are saturated or are they all over the country so it's a region where the southeast uh head, they're headquartered in new orleans off chapatula street that's where like, the whole corporate team works out of. And, um, you know, we got multiple stores on the South Shore, uh, Lakeview, Metairie Road, like Uptown. They're about to mm-hmm. put one on Elmwood. Um, and then Houston area, the, the greater Houston area. We have a lot, Houston and the surrounding little cities out there. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a big project coming to Jacksonville, Florida, and then one to St. Louis. But okay, uh, so. mainly New Orleans and Houston. It's kind of the hub okay. right now. Well, you know, it's what, how old? You said a couple of years? Um, it's going on four years now. Yeah, well, that's 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 pretty impressive for four years to have that many locations and to be spreading that quickly. So, obviously, it's a desirable product. So, tell us about the product. Yeah, so um, all of our juices and smoothies, um, we you know, it's all plant based. We don't do any like additives, fillers, sugars. We don't even have ice in our building. Um, all of our smoothies are all frozen fruits and vegetables. We blend those with, you know, almond milk or coconut water, things like that, to get the smoothie thick. Um, we do acai bowls. That's like a thicker smoothie in a bowl. Um, we get our mm-hmm. acai from Brazil. Um, it's almost like a healthy ice cream, but it's very good for you. Um, mm-hmm. And then our juice, our, one of our main, you know, obviously we're Main Squeeze Juice Co. We have 11 different juices. We have two watermelon juices right now for the summertime. But the juices are all, it's just fruits and vegetables. Like what you see on every bottle, that's all that's in there. We, uh, we have a giant machine called the Good Nature X1, a huge commercial juicer. And we just throw all those fruits and veggies down a chute. It shreds it into a bag. Then we press it. And then we filter it and bottle it. Um, mm. So it's all cold press. It's only a seven-day shelf life. So we don't HPP it. That's why we're not really able to ship or really sell into groceries too much right now because the shelf life is only seven days from when we make it. Because it's all fresh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what's what are some of your favorites? I mean, well, let me ask you this: is this isn't a situation where you go in like, you know, um, one of those pizza lines where, or, or any of these fast casual things where you look up on a board and you say, "I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that," and you create your own. It's not that, is it? Do you do that? So it's not. No. So all of our juice, um, you know, if you go into a juice bar. Um, you know, and they make the juice right in front of you. It's actually a centrifugal juicer, which is a different type of machine that we use. Uh, that machine will heat it up slightly. Um, you know, nothing again. It's 
still a great product. It's fresh juice. You can customize whatever juice you get. So it's still an amazing product. But what we do is it's cold press. So our machine never heats up any of the fruits or vegetables. So you get 100% of the nutrients. So all of our juice, it's all set recipes that we make. Okay. And, uh, the company, uh-huh. Good Nature, that, uh, like, that started the actual juice machines, they helped us with a lot of those recipes and collaborated with them. And so all the juices are kind of set in stone as far as recipes. We do come out with seasonals. Now, the smoothies and the acai bowls, things like that, you know, we do have menu items. We have 10 different smoothies and four different bowls. But we have all kinds of different customizations. People can add stuff, take stuff away, you know, swap stuff out. So we do do a lot of customizing on the smoothies and bowls. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so how big is the menu? How? So not a giant menu. We have uh, 10 smoothies. Like I said, we have 11 regular juices. We have two seasonal watermelon juices right now, so 13 total juices. Um, we have a few wellness shots. We have a few different coffee items, hot and cold, and then we do toast. We do like banana, peanut butter mm. toast, almond butter, berry toast, and like avocado toast. Mm-hmm. So not, Tell not me about the shots. <laughs> what, what are the shots? Yeah. <laughs> so the shots are, um, we call them little wellness shots. Now it's, you know, if you just had lunch or something, if you come in and you just want something, a little quick, you know, a little boost of energy or, a, you know, a, little, a concentrated dose of nutrients, uh-huh. we recommend you the shots. Uh, uh-huh. Our most popular one is the Cure Shot. That's pure lemon, ginger, and cayenne pepper. So uh, if you're ever starting to get an itchy Ooh. throat or just, you know, it's almost like a coffee substitute in the morning as well. You wake <laughs> up and you're just kind of groggy. You knock one of those back and you feel great with the energy. <laughs> I bet you do wake up. That's for sure. What are the? You said you have two different kinds. What's the other one? So we actually have four. So we have that's the cure shot. We have a shot called the E3 Live shot, which we it's actually an algae. It's a spirulina form of spirulina algae with coconut water, which helps with kind of clarity, kind of gets you in the morning, gives you more focus. We have a wheatgrass shot, which uh, it's two and a half ounces. It's equal to about two pounds of vegetables. Uh, really good oh my blood circulation, like heart health. <laughs> oh my health. goodness. And then lastly, we have an espresso shot. So we have a company out of New Orleans that roasts all of our beans and makes our own custom main squeeze coffee blend. And uh, we do espresso with that. Wow. Okay. It has just, I mean, this, like I was talking about the first time I ever saw this concept was back in 1965, long before you were ever on the earth. But um, it's been going around, it's been going on for a long time. It is, I feel like, and I was saying this before you called in, I feel like it's nowhere near peaking though. This is still an ascending concept, I would say. Would you think, do you think so? I mean, I would agree. I, I would agree. You know, it's uh, in today's day and age, you know, we, obviously everyone wants how fast and everyone wants, you know, fast convenience. And in this industry, it's hard to find that stuff. And I think a lot of people have been, you know, now we're more aware of health. And, you know, we all know COVID just happened. So that whole year, I think a lot of us maybe did a little too much eating, drinking and hanging out. Yeah, for so, sure. <laughs> think, you know, but at the end of the day, yeah, I think this is a concept that's you know here to stay, and it's one of those things. What what we do, and kind of our motto is making healthy easier. Our stuff, you know, we have a lot of people that walk in, maybe wives with their husbands. Their husbands like, I'll never touch a juice, you know. And, and look, I get it. That's how my dad's mind was. He's like, No, I don't want to try any of those. Nope. But our stuff tastes good, and we you know uh-huh. we make it we make it taste good where you still get all those healthy benefits, but the taste is there, and uh-huh. uh, we have stuff that's 
you know, more veggie based and more bitter for people that just want the nutrients. And we have stuff that's sweeter and uh-huh. you know, more fruit based for people that want the taste. So uh-huh. I just think it's something where, you know, everyone's so fast. Everyone's got a million things going on. So, you know, mm-hmm. we don't sit there and think, man, I really need to get my greens in. I need to eat more fruit. Uh, I need to drink more water, things like that. Well, our stuff, you can buy a bottle, just down it as easy as a bottle of water, you know, and um, you just got a couple of days worth of fruits and vegetables in you. And mm-hmm. I think people are slowly starting to realize the benefits to that. And that's, like I said, that's one of the things that brought me into this whole concept. I was meeting and talking in this 45 days when I was at the Lake Charles store, just talking to people and hearing how like, hey, I drink one a day and it's changed my life. It's mm-hmm. helped with skin conditions and, you know, any type yeah. of, you know, all kinds of stuff. And I think more and more, yeah, you know, the, you know, the fast food scene is there. The, all that stuff is, you know, that's not going anywhere. But I think, yeah, the health is people's eyes are open a little bit more to that. I do. Well, I'm sure as as the owner of the of the space and of the business that it must make you feel good to know that you are doing that for people. I mean, it's one thing to have a customer that you that you please, but but when you have a customer that you can actually make healthier or at least you feel and they feel that they are. And I'm sure that's true. I mean, fruits and vegetables are the ticket, you know? So I'm sure it's true that you've changed some lives. And that must be a, an exceptionally wonderful job satisfaction thought. No, it is. And, and once again, yeah, that's why it, it, you're exactly right. I mean, I, I couldn't be happier that I'm here in Mandeville, my hometown, where we have all kinds of amazing places to eat. Um, you know, and we can indulge in the, some of the best seafood in the world, things like that. But to be able to, like, help the community with health as well and see people coming in. Like, I have a lot of friends I grew up with who are like, man, mm-hmm. I need to start getting better. And, uh, you mm-hmm. know, we've been soft open for a couple weeks now. And they're like, dude, I'm drinking one every day and I'm feeling mm-hmm. amazing. Good. And, uh-huh. you know, just to hear and see that it's I feel like we are making a difference, you know, even if it's a small yeah. difference, I'm, you know, it excites me. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it does. So it's like you can go have a really super fattening, real spicy meal and then cancel it all by stopping in at Main Squeeze and getting all the good stuff and canceling it out. Exactly. It's about balance. balance. Oh, my goodness. We just got a a major clap of thunder here. I'm sorry for jumping. Go ahead. What? That's okay. Uh, No, no. (laughs) I wouldn't necessarily say that, but I would say, look, (laughs) you know, what we tell people is, look, we're all human, and, like, you know, hey, where we live, yes, we have amazing food. We're fortunate for that and all that. But, look, if you have a weekend, you know, out with the family or you're out, you know, you know drinking, eating, doing all that stuff, having a good time, and Monday comes around, you're like, man, I really need to get back into it. Yeah. This is a good way. Come get a six-pack from us, drink a juice a day, oh, and six you'll pack. feel the difference. I love it. A six-pack. Yeah. All right, can you hang with us for a few minutes? We're going to take a break. It's time for the bottom of the hour news. I'm going to come back with a few more questions for you. Zach Cheney Absolutely. is with us. He's opening the main squeeze in Mandeville this weekend. We'll be back. Louisiana Radio Network. I'm Brooke Farrington. Governor Edwards signs legislation to help prevent employment discrimination against those who were charged but never convicted of a crime. New Orleans Representative Matthew Willard says the new law attempts to help out convicted felons who are out of jail seeking a job. It requires a, a business to provide the background check that was that was conducted on the applicant 
if the applicant requests that background check in writing. Catholic High School in Baton Rouge has vacated its 2017-2020 state football championships after the LHSAA determined they violated rules that occurred in 2017. WBRZ-TV sports reporter Matthew Trent says while this punishment stems from numerous recruiting violations, more violations could have occurred. It's not just recruiting, it was other things. I had heard impermissible benefits. I had heard falsifying of documents for kids who have less of a financial burden to come to Catholic and play. Catholic High nor LHSAA have provided details of the violations. LRN. The internet has certainly changed things, from socializing to gaming, but cyberspace can also be dangerous and even deadly. Be sure your kids know the perils lurking online. Don't simply rely on software applications or device restrictions. Know the websites they're visiting, people they're talking to, and info they're sharing. Tell them to come to you if any situation online makes them feel uncomfortable. Let's keep our kids safe. Learn more at aggjefflandry.com slash cybersafety. The opinions, findings, and conclusions or recommendations expressed here are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Department of Justice or LCLE, Office of Justice Program Subgrant 2018. Did you get the COVID-19 vaccine? Now you can enter to win cash. Four people will win $100,000 with one lucky vaccine recipient winning the grand prize of $1 million. Under 18, you can win one of nine $100,000 college scholarships. So get the vaccine and take your shot at a million dollars. To enter, visit shotatamillion.com or call 855-453-0774. Brought to you by the Louisiana Department of Health. The Edwards Mortgage Group, the Mason Collective, NOLA Title Group, and ARC Insurance Consultants are the ones to call on for all of your home needs. Whether it's mortgages, closing, sales, or insurance, they take care of your home needs, and now they've come together to help take care of the needs of our beloved New Orleans music community by partnering with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music combined with interviews and outreach news to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. You can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.funkyuncle.live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge on June 25th, it's Randy Jackson of Zebra and on June 30th, Tribal Gold. For more information on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, go to funkyuncle.live. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are seldom what they seem. Thank you, Tom. That's the melodious voice of my husband, Zach, who uh, brings us in and out of these uh, little breaks. So um, if you, you are obviously the franchisee of this space. Are you looking to get other spaces too is that something you can do or i guess it is if that's a standard sort of franchise commitment right yes yeah absolutely if, okay. So, um, okay we can franchise locations and buy territories um like i said i, uh-huh. I did the mandible one right now kind of taking baby steps um mm-hmm. but as okay. the company grows and as we're doing well there's a lot of opportunities for partnering things like we have a, another project in atlanta they're doing stores um so I, I definitely feel like I will be involved with more locations, but I'm, I'm just trying to focus on my hometown little baby right, right. now. You know? okay. <laughs> and so if a person wanted to become a franchisee to grow the business, um, they should just contact the, the main office, I guess? Is there a, a... Yes. So on the website, there's information on franchising, and they will get 
to a franchise sales associate and they would, you know, obviously get them to sign documentation like that. And then from there, they would give them information they wanted and all that stuff. Okay. So your location is located in Mandeville, but where? So we're in Mandeville. I don't know if a lot of people know we're by the uh, where the Kmart used to be. It's a brand new oh, center they built. Oh, I, I call those I call those fake towns. I love fake towns. I, we first started <laughs> seeing those in uh, in the D.C. area when we evacuated after Katrina. They pop up all over the place, and I love them. So I was really excited yep. to see that that is developing there uh, in the old space of Kmart. Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's funny, and that's where everyone knows where it is, where Kmart used to be. You know, okay. Okay. Well, it looks um, a lot better so than it did in the Kmart days. It does. It does. And they have a new Chick-fil-A coming right here too. Which, I know. You know. When Chick-fil-A comes up, it's always going to be busy. So. Yes, that's true. That's great. All right. So you're open already, right? A person could go in there this evening and get one of those wellness shots. They can. We are open okay. every day, uh, 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sundays, oh, 9 gosh. to 6. Okay, wow. All right, yeah. and so this weekend, though, you have like a grand opening happening, and you have the Humane Society coming out for an adoption uh, opportunity, and what time is that going to be? So they will be here at 9 a.m. to about 1 p.m. Okay, and uh, are there any other special events having to do with the grand opening? So as of right now, no, we're doing a huge uh, sale. We're doing all of our juices are $5. All of our smoothies are $5. And, oh, uh, wow. We, we'll have a, you know, we usually have pretty big turnouts for these things. Um, we do have, we were going to do the grand opening last weekend, but we had the storm coming in. We weren't sure what yeah. was going to happen with that. So, uh -huh. you know, we had a delay it one week, but uh, the main okay. partnership is the Humane Society. Yes. Okay. Okay. Great. Good. Kudos to you for doing that. Um, all right. So I'm going to come out there and see you because that's a great that's a great deal. And and you said every it, everything is five dollars right now, or just what you so named? All of our all of our juices and all of our smoothies are five dollars. Okay. All right. So that's like the, the main thing. Okay. Yep. Right. All right. Yep. Great. Okay. Well, thank you very much for calling. I, I appreciate it. It's nice to talk to you, catch up with you, and, uh, and you I just, I, I'm going to definitely look for you when I come in. Tell your mom right. hi. I, I love your mom. You. All right. Take care. <laughs> I will. Bye-bye. Y'all have a great day. Thanks. All right. That is Zach Cheney, who is opening or has opened the main squeeze location of uh, smoothies and juices. In Mandeville, and you know, Patty, I kind of could go. I could kind of go for that. That, that. that sounded good, didn't that it? Espresso one sounded really good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you know, I mean, I don't know about the about the the wellness shot. That seems really intense. Although I could be talked into doing one of those. I'm gonna kind of go. I'm gonna go down there and see. I'm gonna go buy a bunch of stuff and try it out over the next week and see how I feel because I mean I totally believe it. It's you know, I mean it's fruits and vegetables in their raw state with only really good stuff. So why not? You know, I mean it's gotta be good for you. But um it's gonna be I wanna go see it. I wanna go see. I I don't normally uh gravitate to things like that, but you know, um you can maybe teach an old dog new tricks. I don't know. Let's see. All right. That is the Mandeville Main Squeeze. If you are on the North Shore or inclined to drive over, um, oh, and there are other locations on the South Shore as well. 
Okay. All right. Five five six nine six nine six. I am while I talk, looking through Tom's cookbook to find that bread pudding recipe. Let's go to AWG. Hi. Hey. How you doing? I'm all right. How about you? Doing great. I have a question. I don't know if you know the answer or not. I'll Tom give it my best shot. Tom had talked about this, oh man, numerous times over the course of his 30 years or so, whatever it is he's been doing this. But there was a restaurant right behind One Shell Square. You went into a building. It's on St. Charles, but it's directly east of One Shell Square. And the restaurant served a dish called Crab Meat Higgins. It was a soup. And oh, is that the my question? My wife and I, we had, we, well, we had a soup that reminded me of that soup, but it wasn't the same thing, obviously. But then I said, well, I wonder if we could get the recipe, and we were trying to find it and couldn't. And then I said, I don't even remember the name of the restaurant that it was it that it was at, but it was a long lunch, no dinner. It was there for years. Do, do you remember? Do you remember the time frame that you're talking about? It was in the '80s. So, do you know where Luke is? Yeah. Uh huh. It's in that building. It well, it was in that building. I would think that the restaurant that I'm speaking of is, is probably where the Luke Kitchen is. So you okay. walk through the lobby of which is now the hotel. It was an office building. You walked through there, and in the back, you went into the restaurant. Hmm. Okay. So I don't know the name of the building or anything. Okay. So this is where I need help from the audience because this is the kind of thing that Tom, a few years ago, could just spit out, you know, like a computer right. that, yeah. But uh, yep. I, have, I have not paid as close attention to restaurant world in New Orleans as Tom has. So um, there are people, though, who have listened to this show for 33 years who have probably heard it talked about. There's also the option that we could call Luke and find out what the restaurant was that was there. But if someone would like to call us before then, um, we would love to have the call. So 5569696. We are looking for the name of the restaurant that served um, what, was, what was the soup? It's crab crab meat Higgins. And crab we also meat want the recipe if Higgins. anybody's got it. Okay. Crab meat Higgins. Did you look online? Because you know, a lot of things are online like that. But you know, we're gonna find out the name of the restaurant and find out, you know, if there's if there was like a parent company or something where it might still be around. Anybody have a recipe for crab meat Higgins that was in a restaurant that we still have to get the name of, which was in the space that is now Luke on St. Charles. Was the entrance to the restaurant on St. Charles as Luke's is, or was it on that side street? Is he gone? Did he leave? Oh, okay. Oh, He's coming back. All right. We'll wait for AWG. I want to the, rest, the name of okay. the restaurant's Indigo. Indigo. Yeah. Indigo. Okay. Um, what did somebody call you and, and tell you that? 
No, I just know it from past experience. Oh, okay. All right. So, is this is this a, this is an AWG? Is it? No. Okay, so somebody else who called. Okay, I didn't, I didn't catch that. I thought that AW you were still okay. All right, so this is someone calling in to help. Thank you for helping. I appreciate that. Indigo, but you don't have the recipe. All right, I appreciate that. When when was when was uh, when was Indigo there, and when did it leave? Do you know? I guess he's gone now too. Okay, caller number three. Who do we have? Dan. All right, let's go to Dan. Dan the Orb guy. Hello there, Dan. I haven't called you in a while, Marianne. I hope you missed me. I've, I've been crying. I cry myself to sleep every night. <laughs> I just want to, as you know, you guys bring up my old memories uh, because okay. I'm an old man. And when I got into this juice, it sounded like you may have thought this was something new. When I was no, no, young, no. Did you, hear, did you hear what I said? In the uh, beginning, I introed this and said that my first experience with this was in 1965. And prior to that, the Vitamix company has been selling juicers over 100 years. So, no, it's definitely not new. But I feel like it's in some perpetual ascendancy. It's not a trend that's seed that's peaked and is on its way down. I still feel like it's on its way up. I think you are too. To give you an idea how long, I think it's been about eighty years since I went to one the first one. Not the first one, but the first one that I went to. And it was eighty years? Yeah. Well you are yeah. old. How old <laughs> I'm eighty seven. Okay, and, uh, so you went is, to a juicery Do you know when you were seven? Yeah, when uh, you know what Orpheum is? Yeah, yeah. Uh Just a few doors from the Orpheum, there was a juice place, and uh, it had a very limited menu. It had uh, orange juice, grapefruit juice, grape juice, and maybe one or two other ones that I can't remember. But they also had red-skinned peanuts, salted peanuts. They were just in a bowl, so you would. Get your. This is how healthy that place was. You could just <laughs> sit there and drink your grape juice or whatever, and reach your hand down into this bowl that everybody else was <laughs> reaching down into. <laughs> and chomped Isn't it wonderful? The good old days that. when no one was paranoid about germs. I love. I, I miss those days. Yeah. And just down the street, about three or four doors, but on the other side of the street was a Castle Burger hamburger, and that's the ones that were a little. Way before Wendy's, a little square, maybe two inches, two and a half inches, but two and a half on a square bun. I can't remember how cheap it was, but I bet you it wasn't more than a nickel. <laughs> hmm. Probably. Course, <laughs> as kids, we'd go in that juice place sometimes and not even buy a juice and just kind of reach over and grab a hand of nuts and keep going. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um it's it's funny that there were actually places like that back uh-huh. then because I really, yeah. I, I, that just seems so hard to imagine, especially in a place like New Orleans where you wouldn't think about, you know, that's not the kind of food that we gravitate toward, you know? 
I mean, Marianne, I bet I bet there wasn't more than five drinks in there. I don't even think there was that many. I do remember yeah. the orange juice, the grapefruit group, well, whatever I wanted to say, grapefruit juice. And the grape juice, those three, I definitely know what okay. were in there. But well, those are basic juices. Anything. Yeah, I can't yeah, remember yeah, the tomato being in there, but uh, I'm sure yeah, there was but more that's, than those three. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't, though, a blend of kale and green beans and mango and all these kinds of things that you, when you say juice, that's what you mean now. I mean, yeah, like everything else, there's the... right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's for sure. And I'm sure they were very cheap back then, maybe seven cents on, you know, something like that. Yes, of course. Yes. Well, you are dating yourself. All right. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate the call. Nice talking with you again, Michelle. All right, 556-9696 is the number. If you want to talk to me, I'm here, ready to talk food with you. We'll be back after these messages. Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils, Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. Keith Young Steakhouse on the North Shore in Madisonville is everything anyone thinks of when a steakhouse comes to mind. The environment is elegant and handsome. The service staff is knowledgeable, attentive, and friendly. And most important, the steaks are superb. The steakhouse sides are also great. Keith Young Steakhouse, 165 Highway 21, Madisonville, 985-845-9940. You make me feel so young. It is so wonderful to feel young. Thank you, Tom. Let me tell you about Jack Mill Inn. It is a restaurant in Hammond. Yep. It is a destination restaurant, and yep, it is really, really worth the trip. We have a lot of listeners in Hammond, so it's not much of a trip for them, but if you are coming from the South Shore or Covington or even Slidell, it's worth it. I promise you, you will not think otherwise. Tonight is steak night at Jack Mel Inn. And who doesn't love a steak night? I guarantee this will be one of the best steak nights you've ever gone to because it's a great restaurant. 43 years running in a beautiful little cottage in Hammond. Chef, uh, not chef, uh, chef is Josh Garrick, the owner of Paul Murphy. Paul Murphy is a great enophile. There's a great wine list. Josh Garrick turns out delicious food absolutely every time. It's a great place for a brunch for a romantic dinner, for a wedding, for a special party. There's a lovely outdoor patio, lush gardens. It's just, I can't say enough about the place. It is delicious and you will love it if you go. If you don't make it for steak night tonight, Friday they have a two course special for lunch, two courses for $15. Jack Mel Inn offers you a salad complimentary with your entree and it's not just a throwaway salad it's a pretty darn good salad go see them jack mel in reservations 985-542-0043 jack mel in is located in hammond between east and west versions of highway 190 you can't miss it as a little sign 
and you see a lot of gardens, but there's a little sign that says Jack Mellon on either end. It's 903 East Morris Avenue in Hammond. While I was talking to the guy who wanted the recipe for the Higgins crab meat soup, I got a text from none other than Don the Grimmy Neighbor saying that it is easy to find. He found it. It's called Higgins crab meat soup from the St. Charles restaurant, and it is in Marcel's Cooking Up a Storm cookbook. I don't know if he means Marcel Bienvenue, uh, but... No, I think Marcel's, uh, Marcel has an E on her name, but Marcel's Cooking Up a Storm cookbook. It is lengthy, and I can barely read it, so it's too long to go into now. But I would say that it's online. If Don the Gourmet Neighbor found it, it is uh, findable by other people too. But there are a number of ingredients. Actually, not that many. If I wind up with a little extra time, um, I will I will give it uh, out before we end the show today. But speaking of Don, the gourmet neighbor, let's go to Don Uncorked. This is where Don, the gourmet neighbor, is pontificating about something that just bugs him in a restaurant. He's sitting down in his plush chair with his silk jacket on, his silk robe, and he's popping some champagne and then telling you what bugs him about restaurants. Pop the cork, Don. It's time for Don Uncorked. I cannot stand communal tables and funky furniture in a restaurant. It drives me crazy. The first question that pops into my head is, why? So many times when I'm at a restaurant, I don't want to sit with the people I am with. Why would I possibly want to sit with strangers. What about the sofa seating in a restaurant? It's uncomfortable. I get that it may look good, but it's not functional. You've got to bend down to the table to try to eat. You wind up spilling things all over your clothes. It makes no sense. Last but not least, picnic tables inside of a restaurant. Clearly, this is a bag that needs to go. Not only is it extremely uncomfortable, but those splinters can really hurt. I cannot stand communal tables and funky furniture in a restaurant. It drives me crazy. I wind up giggling through all of those just because he makes a lot of good points. I don't know about this one, though. I kind of like sofas in restaurants, especially if they're pretty sofas. But for the most part, I got to say, he makes some good points. That's Don Uncorked. Thank you, Don. Don Uncorked is brought to you by The Plant Gallery. The Plant Gallery is that really big place on, Meta, not Metairie Road, on Airline Highway where uh, the parish line um, New Orleans and Metairie meet. It is a huge place with absolutely everything you can imagine for your garden. Fountains and herbs and all kinds of plants. They have cut flowers but they have right now something you really need for your summer gardening, great pots, pots of all varieties, large and small, bright and simple, very nice 
garden pots like you've never seen before at the plant gallery the plant gallery is located at 9401 airline highway right there at the parish line they are open uh till five o'clock 504-488-8887 if you want to ask them about their pots before you go but just go because there's all kinds of cool stuff there you would really like to see all right, uh, I want to mention that the bread pudding, there's too much here in the last five minutes. The bread pudding recipes are in the dessert section of Tom Fitzmorris's New Orleans food. Those are also the same bread pudding recipes on nomenu.com. And so I would suggest, I would suggest going there to get uh, the bread pudding recipe. Very quickly, the Higgins Crap Meat is in Bar Marcel Bienvenue's. Uh, book and that is I'm going to mention that again in a second it's called Marcel's Cooking Up a Storm Marcel Bienvenue and so she should know but very quickly it's not really all that complicated it is butter onion green bell pepper Campbell's tomato soup white crab meat liquid crab oil this sounds like something from the 50s Cans evaporated milk, cream, and garlic French bread for serving. I might hold this over and actually give this recipe in full tomorrow. It's too much for right now. but um, And I don't like giving recipes, detailed recipes on the radio. It's kind of hard for people to take them down. But um, it looks like it's one of those things where uh, it's an old-fashioned kind of recipe and people would like to have it so if i do not remember to do it tomorrow patty would you remind me to do it because um i think some people would like this they would definitely like it it was a big busy show today talking about um about juices and uh i am definitely intrigued by it and i'm gonna go down there and and try it out and I might even work my way up to a, a wellness shot but I do maybe want to get a six-pack I didn't explore that with him much um, I wonder if a six-pack could include a bunch of different kinds of juices this is the kind of thing where um, Mary Lee would would love that so if I um, if I <laughs> go get a six-pack of juices at the uh, main squeeze down there in Mandeville and I decide that I'm over my juice um, curiosity, then um, I can give the rest of them to her and she'll finish them off. But I mean, what's wrong with a delicious juice full of really icy different fruits and some coconut milk? I mean, it sounds really good. I'm gonna go down there when it stops pouring over here. Is it raining over there, Patty? I don't know, I don't have it's, a window. It, it's. <laughs> Oh, you don't have a window? Oh, no, that's sad. Oh, that's too bad. Well, anyway, it's, uh, it's pouring, and we don't need a window here. We can hear it on the roof, so it's, uh, it's turning nasty over here. All right, that's it for us. I want to mention happy anniversary to WGSO. Go to their beautiful website, WGSO.com, and see that yellow button. It says Donate. If you click it, you'll be part of our 75 for 75 campaign, and that means that your donation will be tax-deductible. That's because this year, in addition to being a 
uh, the community voice of the Crescent City of being the only news talk locally owned station. WGSO is now a 501c3 nonprofit. So your donation to the 75 for 75 campaign is tax deductible. Please go visit. All this year, the 75 for 75 campaign is on. Happy anniversary, 75 years to WGSO. As I mentioned earlier, we have our own platform here. It's called nomenu.com, N-O-M-E-N-U.com. You will find the recipe for bread pudding, as Meg asked for earlier, and about 396 other ones. Go to the recipe section, and I guarantee they all come out. They've all been well-tested. They're in Tom's book as well, but you can access them easily on the website. Also, all of Tom's 50-year body of work. Man's been very busy for 50 years digging up information about food in general and New Orleans food in particular. So access it. People always send me links that they got right off of our own website. They have the dining diary there, the almanac that we use for the show. Go there and sign up for the web for the uh, newsletter. It comes out twice a week, and it's got reviews. Of, well, it's got the dining diary. We also have reviews on the website, but the dining diary and specials around town are on the um, newsletter that is sent to you twice a week if you sign up for it. We have our Instagram page at the New Orleans Menu. A lot of pretty pictures there from our dining adventures around town. We'd love for you to tell a friend about the show. I think they'd like it. You know, it's a different than what's else, what else is out there right now. Tim McNally is up next with the Dine, Wine, and Spirits show, and that does it for us. We'll see you tomorrow at the same time. Tomorrow's Stan, 4 o'clock, WGSO New Orleans. Time for the news. Good night. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. It's a recipe for undermining confidence in our elections. We're remaking our entire system of government to suit the preferences of one far end of the political spectrum. Senate Minority-